Well, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, and welcome to Women of Grace Bible Study. We have been studying out of the Preparation of the Bride Workbook, and today we're going to continue on on Study 1 with the, the uh, questions and answer. Our first meeting uh, was where we met one another, introduced one another, so that we can get to know one another. And we're going to start our Bible study. Praise the Lord. I'm going to play this song first. Okay. And then after that, we're going to pray. And we're going to jump right on into the lesson. So in the meantime, get your swords. Okay. Get your hearts prepared to receive uh, what the Holy Spirit has to say to the, the church, um, the bride. providing a way of escape for those who receive the gift of salvation, for those who allow Yeshua, Jesus Christ, to sit on the throne of their hearts. Glory to God and be led by the Spirit. Thank you for your word, O Lord God. Father, as we enter into your presence, O Lord God, and 
Father, as we allow that song to soak within our spirit, man, Father, that we would know what it is to, what your love really is, O oh Lord, what the, with the length, the height, and the depth of it, Lord. As we seek your face, Lord, we desire to have an intimate, personal relationship with you, Lord God, through the scriptures, through your word, Lord. Father, we ask that you would speak to our spirit, speak to our souls, speak to our heart, O oh Lord God. Illuminate our minds and our hearts, O oh Lord, to receive your word, Lord, by your Holy Spirit. Janine. And Father... If we hold any ought against any man, Father, we have sinned against you, Lord, or any man, Father. Father, we ask for your forgiveness right now, Lord God. Before we go any further into this study, Father, we ask for your forgiveness and for your cleansing, O Lord God. Father, if we hold an ought against any man, Father, Father, we release him in forgiveness right now, Lord God. Father, we release them in faith, O oh Lord God. Father, and we ask, O oh Lord, that you, Father, will show us how to walk in that forgiveness, Lord God, yes. by faith, O oh Lord. Father, that we will not, Father, hold any animosity. Father, anything, Father, that will hinder our walk with you, O oh Lord. Yes. And we thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit that comes to anoint the words, O oh Lord God. We thank you, Father, that you are opening up our eyes of understanding that we, Father, may experience you on a different level, in a different plane, Father, where it's one-on-one with you, Lord Jesus. Teach us how to be brides of you, Lord. And the first thing, the first foundation, Father, lay in us the foundation of total surrender, and that is love, Lord. We thank you, Father. In the name of Yeshua, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Well, praise God. Praise Amen. God. We're, we're coming into the study, and we're still in study one, a preparation of the bride. And um, it's so much that we have to prepare ourselves for the coming king. And he's coming back for a pure bride. He's coming back for a chaste virgin. And, and we're looking at this in the spirit realm, not in the natural. Because if he was coming back for a real virgin, we would make it. But he right. is in the spiritual realm. That he is seeking a, a virgin, a bride that is transformed into his image, his likeness, and have the, have the mind of God. Jesus was obedient, the word of God says, unto death. Glory to God. We are being transformed into that same image. The word of God said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. What was that word? Christ knew, glory to God, what his path was, what his destination was, and that was towards the cross. His mind was focused on fulfilling the will of God. It was not about him. It was about him going to the cross, dying for our sins, paying the price that we so deserve. And that is the greatest love that any person can show Glory to God, to another. In the preparation of the bride, we're going to learn this is a bride that is seeking, seeking to have intimacy with her king, which is Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord, which is Christ Jesus. And here in preparation of the bride, this is, is a workbook, and it and which in turn means that we have to put some work into learning who Christ is. It's not going to fall on you like it's some magic thing or anything like that. It's, it's a willingness to want to come before Christ. We left off on question three last, last week, 
last uh, our first meeting, and the question was describe the character of the only ones that can learn this song. If you can turn your swords to Revelation chapter 14, verse 4 and 5, we're going to read. Glory to God. And I'm going to read this out of the Amplified Bible. Hallelujah. These are they who have not defiled themselves by relation with women, for they are pure as virgins. These are they who follow the Lamb wherever he goes. These are they who have been ransomed, purchased, redeemed from among men as the first fruits for God and the Lamb. No lie was found, no lie was found to be upon their lips, for they are blameless, spotless, untainted, without blemish before the throne of God. I love the Amplify because it really breaks uh, down the scriptures. But the first, uh, the first answer is uh, A, uh, they have not been defiled with women, for they have kept themselves chaste, separated from the harlot system. In other words, they did not fall into the world's system. Uh, yesterday, uh, as, uh, after church, you know, the Lord has holidays. He has set aside times um, that... The children of Abraham are to celebrate these festivals, but yet we celebrate the man-made festivals of this world. Glory to God. Right. <clears throat> and and I was asking God, said I was I'm talking to him and said, it's funny, Lord, how we do not keep your festivals but we will keep the festivals of the world. Mm -hmm. Christ has saved us and brought us out. He is separating us from the things, the customs, everything of this world in our day and time even back then, that we are commanded to be separated from the world, not to be conformed to the image of this world. And in this world that we live in, everything is based on your image. Mm -hmm. But we are to be transformed into the image of Christ Jesus, the Messiah. Here in the commentary uh, I found, these are they which were not defiled with women, which in turn, the, the whore of Rome he, and her, her harlots. In Revelation, there are two women in Revelation. One is depicted as the church. One is depicted as the, the whore of Babylon, the false church, the false religion. She is the mother of, while the kings and inhabitants of the earth were drunk with the wine of their fornication or committed idolatry with them, which is spiritual fornication. And many of us are guilty of that. I'm even guilty of that and found myself repenting. You know, when we know better, we do better. But if it's not being communicated to us, then how can we do better? The things of this world, in God's eyesight, is fornication, spiritual fornication. When we do not follow Christ, and you're going to learn about how they followed the Lamb wherever he went. Many of us find it hard to allow Christ to transform us into his image. And half of that, you know, some of us don't want to let go of the old man, but I tell you what, we all have to have a funeral and, and uh, uh, a spiritual funeral where we, Jackie, die. I be, I'm buried with Christ. Hallelujah. Meaning that my old man must die. He must be crucified because Christ came to crucify our old man. But when he, the old man, but when he rose from the grave, glory to God, we are born anew. We are new creatures in Christ Jesus, the scripture says. Amen. Hallelujah. And is here meant by being defiled with them. When we are tangled into the world, into their image, here it says we are entangled with them. The Bible says come out from among them. Hallelujah. How can darkness mix with light and vice versa? How can one uh, serve two masters? 
It's totally impossible to do that. But this is what they're referring to, that they did not defile themselves with the things of this world, with the image of this world, trying to be like the Joneses. That's right. your identity. You are trying to conform to what they have. When right. Christ desires for us to be transformed into his image, uh, B, by f they follow the lamb wherever he goes. Mm -hmm. These are they which follow the lamb whithersoever he goeth, as the sheep follow the shepherd of the flock, and which is a character of Christ's sheep. Turn your swords to uh, John chapter 4. <clears throat> and we're going to be at verse 10. I'm going to read that out to Amplify. And it says, Jesus answered her, If you had only known and had recognized God's gift who, who, and who this is that is saying to you, give me a drink, would have asked him instead, and he would have given her living water. We are seeking Christ wants to give us living water. This is what this relationship is all about. He wants to give us living water. Hallelujah. That gives us life. Turn your swords to John uh, chapter 10, verse 4. We're going to read that. Hallelujah. And this scripture is a key point to our relationship with Christ. I'm reading out the Amplified. John chapter 10, verse 4 reads, When he has brought his own sheep outside, he walks on before them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Key point. They know his voice. Christ Amen. wants to be so intimate with us that we recognize his voice above anybody else's voice because there are many voices in the world today many many doctrines many spirits everyone speaking all kind of things and it all and and using the word of god to speak it it sounds like god but is it god the the scriptures that we just read said that Christ's sheep know his voice in John chapter 10, verses 4 and 5, I'm going to read that again. When he has brought his own sheep outside, he walks on before them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They would never on any account follow a stranger, but will run away from him because they do not know the voice of strangers or recognize their call. In John chapter 10, verse 27, it says, The sheep that are my own hear and are listening to my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. In John 12, chapter 26, uh, chapter 12, verse 26 reads, If anyone serves me, he must continue to follow me, to cleave steadfastly to me, conform holy to my example in living and if need be in dying and wherever mm. i am there will my servants be also if anyone serves me the father will honor him and this is what uh this this uh part b says they follow the lamb wherever he goes they are following christ wants us to follow him Right. Not man, not the man behind the pulpit, because mm -hmm. the word key word is, is that he's a man and he's able, liable to fall. But if we put our focus on Christ, desiring him, yearning him, wanting to know who he is, glory to God, not for what he can do for us, but to know him in an intimate way. Hallelujah, in every meaning of that word, intimate, intimacy, glory to God. Mm -hmm. In the commentary, it reads, these follow Christ in the exercise of the graces of humility, patience, and love. 
Let me read that again. These follow Christ in the exercise of the graces of humility, mm. patience, and love. Wow. What strikes me is the word exercise, saying we have to exercise humility. We have to exercise patience, and we have to exercise love. Glory Amen. to God. If these things are neglected, they're going to finally fall apart, and that old man is going to wake up again, and you're going, you know, I've experienced this. Hallelujah. But we have to exercise our spiritual mu muscles in grace, with the grace of God, for humility, patience, and love. And he goes on to say, in the performance of the several duties of religion, and subjection to ordinance, and in the path of sufferings, in every way in which Christ the Lamb has gone before them. Hallelujah. Or in this word, and providence leads and directs them to whether it be grateful to be flesh or not. Particularly, they follow where he is preached, and his word and ordinance are faithfully administered. They follow him to heaven, where he is. It was part of the outtaking of the Roman soldiers, hallelujah, to follow the generals wherever they sh should lead, to which it is thought there is an assolution here. The soldiers followed their commanders wherever they went. Hallelujah. Seeing that Jesus Christ is the great commander of our soul, and we are in an army and we are warriors, we are to follow the lead person who is Christ Jesus. In his walk, in order to follow Christ and know his character, means that we have to read the scriptures, the gospels, to see how he walked among his own kind. And, and today we walk and live among people, hallelujah, that are described in the gospels. But Christ allowed God's grace, hallelujah, to flow through his death upon us, that God gives us grace, hallelujah, to love the unlovable. God gives us grace to forgive our enemies and to pray for them. God gives us grace, hallelujah, glory to God, to, mm -hmm. to give a word of encouragement that will edify the spirit and the soul, Hallelujah. We have grace for that, but yet we choose not to follow the ways of Christ. He wants us to be like him right. in his image. Uh, part C, they are first fruits to God and to the Lamb. Hallelujah. And we're getting ready to celebrate our first fruit for the month. Hallelujah, the 12th. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Glory to God. To yeah. give our first fruits. Hallelujah to the Lord um, with for that month. And the, the 12th, hallelujah, will be the first, our first fruits. Um, D, no lie was found in their mouths. Hallelujah. The scripture says that we are not to lie to one another. Hallelujah. But in our day society, who do you trust? Hallelujah. If we have the spirit of God dwelling on the inside of us, we trust Christ, not man, not Amen. his reaction, not how he's going to react, but we trust Christ. And if we trust Christ, glory to God, we should be able to walk, not only walk in truth, but speak truth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Part of that truth comes of us submitting to Jesus. Lord, I'm nothing. I make mistakes. <clears throat> Sometimes, Lord, I even allow the old man to rise up just a little bit to peek his head out. Help me, Jesus. We have to keep it real. Hallelujah. 
Christ is looking for a church, a bride that is real with him, not superficial. Oh, Jesus, I'm going to love on you so that I can get woo-wopped the wham. He's not looking for gold diggers. He's looking for someone that wants to have an intimate, close, one-on-one type friendship love with him. Hallelujah. Amen. He, Jesus, just like we have our ups and downs, I believe that when, when we're sad, God feels that. When we have animosity and unforgiveness in our hearts, I believe that God feels that. Hallelujah. Where the scripture says, grieve not the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We are commanded to be as Christ, to have the same mind as Christ, and Christ was not a man to lie about anything. He spoke the truth in the grace and spirit of love. Now, how that other person receives it, that's really between them and God. As long as we do our part. Hallelujah. Question E, they are blameless which in turn makes us blameless in the eyes of God when we follow the Lamb wherever he goes. Are you willing to give your life, hallelujah, for the name of Christ? Our brothers and sisters across seas are giving their lives, being martyred, because they will not denounce the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That's following the Lamb wherever he goes. Hallelujah. Christ wants uh, the, uh, want us, the, the, the body here in America, to have that same type of desire and love that our brothers across seas, our brothers and sisters across seas have for him. They are willing to die for their Savior. Glory to God. Mm-hmm. Amen. And it's going to be a time, <clears throat> it's going to be a time, because we are living in the the last days, that we are going to be tried. <laughs> we're going to have we're going to have to make a decision. Are, am I going to serve God or am I going to serve this world? That is going to be a reality, and is getting closer and closer to America, where our our freedom of religion is going to be taken away. And if you don't bow your knee to the be- the beast, hallelujah, that you're going to be slain, point blank. I'm going to just keep it real. Mm-hmm. But are you willing to die for the man that you love, which is Jesus Christ? Are you that deep in love with him that you're willing to do anything and everything to please him? Glory to God. And that's part of how they followed the lamb wherever they go. He, he goes, even unto death. And they spoke the truth in love. They always had the word of God on their lips to speak truth. Grace, you know, with wisdom. You just can't be blurting out the word of God to everybody. God will give you wisdom because we're not the same, sisters. I'm not you, Lisa. I'm not Janine. Janine ain't Lisa. Janine ain't me. Lisa ain't Janine, and Lisa ain't me. We are different individual people that God has foreordained. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You on this line, you've been foreordained already before the foundations of the world to be here this night listening to this study. Our lives have already been mapped out. It's just a matter of us yielding. God was dealing with me about that yesterday. It's a matter of yielding to him, Hmm. submitting to him. Okay, Lord. And God knows that he knows about our hurts. He knows about our wounds. He knows about everything about us. But he he wants us to be willing to come to him, the lover of our soul, Trust him with our wounds. To trust him, glory to God. Trust him with our hurts. Hallelujah. He has spoken to me about that yesterday. But I have to be willing. Amen. 
I have to be willing. I can't, you can't force me. Then it's not of God. God wants us to love him with a pure, sincere heart, unadulterated by the things of the world. All right, the lamb, uh, John uh, beholds on Mount Zion, the lamb of God, and with 144,000 saints. Mind you, there, mind you, this is just the 144 saints, hallelujah, the first fruits, meaning that there is going to be a harvest after the first fruits. Glory to God, there's more to come in the book of Revelation. Mount Zion, the city of the great king, the seat of the worship of God in Jerusalem, was a type and is used as a symbol of the true church. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22, the saints who have entered into the covenant of Christ are said to have come not to the mount that could not be touched, but to Mount Zion, the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. It is there you use for the church of saints, and such is in meaning in this passage, that he's coming for a pure, undefiled church. The number of 144,000 seen with, seen with the Lamb on Zion has been used once before in portraying the grand triumph of Christianity over the seals of persecution and revelation. Hallelujah. They endured until the end. Hallelujah. They overcame. Hallelujah. The attacks of the enemy. It, it, does, it do not suppose that that is designed to represent all exact number, but these stand forth as the representation of a class. These are a class of people, hallelujah, as first fruits that follow the lamb wherever he goes. Hallelujah, the lamb is there is there in the midst with them, a characteristic of, characteristic of the holy saints. They are engaged in the praise of God. It says that a new song was given unto them, and they're engaged in praising God. God wants us to praise him. Hallelujah. He wants us to pray, be on fire for him, to praise him. I'm like, okay, using in a natural term, when um, I'm going to use myself. When I met my husband, oh, I was so excited to know about who he was, who this man was. Come on, ladies. Right. Uh, we yeah. want to do everything to please him. Mm -hmm. Oh, because we're the one, you know, but in the back of our minds, our minds are set on marriage. We don't know what his is set on. But we had an excitement like we was back in high school again and met the, you know, the man of our dreams in high school. Are you feeling me? Christ wants that same, that same exact desire. Hallelujah. We try to put God in a box and just get it all confused and mixed up. And it's real simple. The same way you desired your husband is the same way Christ, a little bit deeper, wants you to desire him. Hallelujah. To be excited. And when you're excited, you begin to praise your God. You begin to praise the man that you're in love in. Girl, let me tell you, girl, let me tell you. He's the one. He treats me so good. You begin to uplift him. Yeah. Christ wants us to praise him. Amen. Be excited to be in a relationship with him. Hallelujah. Let everybody know. Hallelujah. The word of God said, come before him with, uh, uh, with a shout of joy and dancing and Thank singing. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. But we laid up so relaxed. I mean, my God. Mm -hmm. Like I zombies. Like, oh, I, man, <laughs> that Christ don't excite you? Come on now. But because we have been taught and place God in a box. God, we have to remember God made us. And everything that is in us, as far as our feelings, how we feel, our emotions, everything about us, God created for a purpose and a reason. And that was to praise him. Hallelujah. Shout yeah, for joy. Yes? Hi, can I make a comment on that praise part? Yeah, go ahead. Praise the Lord. Hey, women of God, 
Hey. Hi. In, Hi. In my study of the words, that word praise is to call him by his name as mm-hmm. we praise. And so what I get excited about when I'm praising the Lord is when I'm calling him by his name through experience. He is Jehovah Shammah. Mm-hmm. He is Jehovah Sidkenu. He is everything that I need. And I just, mm-hmm. Jackie, just had an experience on the highway a few days ago mm-hmm. to the point where I almost had to pull over because, like you said, just aren't you excited about, you know, Yeshua? Aren't you excited about him? And I told the Lord, I said, you know, you, I kind of had this conversation with him. You know, you're so awesome, <laughs> but you're wrong for this to get me on the highway, to get me to start calling you by your name. Mm-hmm. to the point where I'm crying, the tears well up in my eyes and I can't see, you know, because mm-hmm. he is so amazing. Wow. Yes. I just wanted to kind of interject that, you know. Oh, that Jeremiah, bless me. <laughs> yeah, Jeremiah 33 and 6 says, Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and I will show you great and mighty things that thou knowest not of. But that actually means to call him unto yourself. And Amen. And so you're calling him by his name. What is his name? Amen. You know, when we praise God, worshiping God, we worship him for who he is. But when we praise God, we're actually calling him like he calls you Jackie. Yes, he knows by his name. By your name. Yes. Like he calls Lisa by her name. And he knows Amen. me. So what is his name to you? What was your experience with God? When yes. you have that experiential revelation with God, you you know him as Jehovah Jireh. His provision has been seen in your life. I know yes. him as Rofe, my healer. So I'm praising you because you are my healer, Rofe. Yes. You know, so I just wanted to interject. Amen. That's awesome. Amen. 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 Holy yeah. Ghost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the church, the church should never be bored, boring to go to. Because yeah, we right. all have an experience with Jesus. And when we come right. together, believe it or not, beloved, we come together to exalt the name of Christ, not only to exalt him, but encourage one another in the spirit to exalt him too. It should be contagious. Right. Glory Amen. to God. Hallelujah. And when you find yourself doing that, God will, that's what the scripture says, from glory to glory, you'll find yourself going to a total different level in Christ, in praise and worship. Hallelujah. Lord. There are levels. The church should never be boring. It should be on fire for what you believe in. Do you really, I mean, are you really in love with Christ, really? Because me personally, as boring as you are, I wouldn't want to be married to you. (laughs) Come on, to be honest with you, would y'all want to be married to a boring man? I mean, come on, don't move you. Don't even put a smile on your face. Seriously. (laughs) I want you. Christ wants to excite us. Hallelujah. He wants us to feel his love that he has for us. And we're supposed to be, how they, the words say, giddy for Christ. But most people condemn that and say, oh, you are a Christ fanatic, okay, Ann? But you was a fanatic over that man that you were sleeping with. So why can't I be a Christ fanatic for Jesus? Who is the one that came to save my soul? That's true. One that gave his life for me. And I'm like, Lord, the song that I was going to sing, show me how to love. I want to know the real deep meaning of that. In order for him to show us how to love, we have to first, we got to love him. He already loves us. But we have to open up and allow him to pour his love in us. Can I say something right there, please? All right. Ooh, yeah, go ahead. Ooh, that was good. And that's why when I believe the Lord says we are to come before his presence with thanksgiving and to enter his courts with praise. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, we all are students of the word. We all understand 
um, history, we understand what it was to come before the presence of a king. You yes. can't come. That's why we're supposed to let go of the past and not be rehearsing that stuff. When we come before God's presence, we mm-hmm. are supposed to come before his presence happy and full of joy. Yes, you yes. were talking about you believe God feels our, you know, he, when we're sad, he said, yeah, but it's supposed to be the opposite. We're supposed to know God's emotions, too. But we're yes, supposed yes. to come for the king happy. And, and Jackie, you know, and you study history, you know when, 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 uh, when anybody came before the king, if they were sad, and we got examples of that in the Bible, you're going to get killed if your yep. countenance ain't right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if our countenance is wrong, he won't receive us. Mm-hmm. So all that crying and weeping and being sad, we should be past that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what my most recent understanding is. Okay. You know, because we're confident in the presence of God. Amen. You know, I mean, my mother had a saying years ago, it makes sense now. Why are you doing all that crying? All you're going to end up with is a wet face. <laughs> I can take away our emotions. He doesn't remove that, mm-hmm. but I think there's a way that we're supposed to come before the king is what I was saying. Right. With respect, right. with reverence, with honor. Hallelujah. And that talks about, uh, that's in study too, about uh, entering into the Lord's chambers. Hallelujah. Right. That when you have a love for Christ, you, 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 you can't conceal it. It's contagious. How right. you know some people? I want to have one. What she got? <laughs> you know, on fire for right. God. Not worrying about who's standing next to you and you in praise and worship. Right. Ain't worrying about who's standing next to you because right now you in that zone. Right now you you come you you meeting your you meeting your king. You meeting yeah. your lover. Hallelujah. Right. And that's Jesus. And allowing Him to rapture you and there is a rapture in the spirit when it comes to praise and worship. Yeah, Hallelujah. You with God. That's right. Yes. You know, um the word we hear we come to hear the word, yes. We can read the word at home. That's my opinion. But praise and worship is what ushers you into his presence. Glory to God and you cannot just come before any king any old kind of way. Even Queen, even Queen Esther. Yeah, she she knew that she couldn't come before the king any old kind of way. That's right. That's why she, she prayed them three days for God right. to she move His heart. Scared. She just wasn't gonna just pop up. I'm married to you. I'm the queen who walked the wham and demand my way. She had to go before God, pray three three days that the Lord would soften her husband's heart to receive her. So we just can't come any old way. She knew how to presume upon his presence, and that's mm-hmm. what we have to do. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. let me see. Okay. Um, whenever the church of God becomes purified, ceases unholy fornication with the world, these are the marks with which it will inhabit. And I hold that this beautiful description of a pure, holy, devoted, Christ-like band of worshipers with the Lamb in the midst of them and following him wherever soever uh, he goes is the picture of a day yet in the future when Zion put off her solid soil garments and adorn herself with the pure white robes of Christ's righteousness and as the spotless bride of the Lamb, follow him in holy obedience to his will. It's about our obedience. We have to yield. If we, if we don't yield, we, we tie Christ's hands. He, he will not go against your will. Question four says the uh, question four is the Song of Solomon represents a love song of those who desire a fullness of transformation by the Lord. What contract of the transformed life do we see in First Samuel chapter two verse eight? And they want us to read this, answer this question out the Amplified. He write, he raises up the poor out of the dust and lifts up the needy from the ash heap. 
to make them sit with the noble and inherit the throne of glory. The, the answer is he takes the poor and needy, lifts them from the dust and ash heap to make them sit with nobles and inherit the throne of glory. He has come to, he has come to bring us out of the land of darkness and to sit us up with nobles and to inherit his glory. The cross-reference scriptures for this is Job chapter 36, verse 15. You don't have to turn there. Hallelujah. But I encourage you to write them down. Job chapter 36, verse 15 reads, He delivers the afflicted in their affliction and opens their ears to his voice in adversity. He delivers the afflicted in their affliction and opens their ears to his voice and adversity. This is what he has come to do. This is what the Song of Solomon, the transformation of our Lord, he wants us to trust him. He started not off the relationship to help us to trust him. Mm-hmm. Glory to God. Psalms 113, verse 7 read, verse 7 and 8, the Lord raises the poor out of the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap and the dung hill, that he may sit them with princes, even with the princes of his people. Hallelujah! And remember, we're we're, we're talking about this is in the we're taking this in a spiritual as a spiritual sense. Spiritually, we were poor. Hallelujah! Spiritually, we were in the dust, sin. Spiritually, we had a need. Hallelujah. Christ has come to bring us out and to sit us with princes, to sit us among his people. Hallelujah. We are considered kings and queens in the kingdom of God. We are his ambassadors. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 1, verse 52 and 53 reads, He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of low degree. See, the humble, the humble are the ones that are exalted. Hallelujah. Before for God. Amen. He casts down the pride, the pride, proud men. Hallelujah. But he ex- exalts those who are a low degree. Now, this is after Amplified. He has filled and satisfied the hungry with good things. And the rich, he has sent away empty-handed without a gift. You cannot buy God's love. You cannot buy salvation. You sure cannot buy your way into the kingdom of God. Glory to God. God is looking for a people that are moldable. In other words, that he can mold into Christ's image. He's looking for a people that are that is humble, hallelujah, that have a desire and a hunger and a thirst after him, hallelujah. Uh, Gill commentary notes on this subject, he says, he rise, raises up the poor out of the dust and lift up the beggar from the dunghill. This is but a familiar illustration of what is before expressed literally, such poor as our beggar are those that are extremely poor that sit in the dust and beg and have nothing but a dunghill to lie on. Yet God is able to raise and lift up persons in such an extremely low condition to a very high one. Spiritually, remember this is spiritual. Such a poor, such are the poor who are poor in spirit and spiritually poor and are sensible sensible of it. And they and they only are beggars. Hallelujah. All of us at one point were spiritually low. Christ came to lift us up out of that. Glory to God. And that comes with an intimate relationship with him. Their condition in which they are is represented by the dust and dunghill, which is generally denotes that they are in a mean estate, in a sinful one, and in a very polluted and loathsome one. In this condition, the Lord finds them. He finds us this way. Glory to God. 
And he comes and he rescues us. He comes and he cleanses us. Hallelujah. When he calls them by his grace, we each have been called by the grace of God. And each of one of us were dirty. Each one of us were poor in spirit. Each one of us was polluted and contaminated by the things of this world, by sin. But it was by his grace that he brought us out of the dust and the dunghill when we accepted his free gift of Jesus Christ. And from this, he raises and lifts them up by his spirit and grace out of which they could never have raised themselves, in which a state of sin and misery they must have lain. Had he not exalted, exerted his powerful uh, grace in bringing them into a glorious one next described, talking about to sit them among princes. I think it's almost time, because I didn't want to keep you all over an hour. Um... Anyone know the time? It's six. It's uh, Central Time, nine twenty. So okay, it's over an hour. But uh, next week we're going to continue on in um, study one. Hallelujah! So that means that gives you enough time, Sister Janine, to uh, do your study on study two. Hallelujah! Oh, I, I know you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And uh, because I, what, how the Holy Spirit was telling me, he does not want us to rush through this workbook. Hmm. He wants us to break it down. He, he, he wants us to break it down to get an understanding. I was telling Sister Lisa yesterday, with all I get and get understanding. Mm-hmm. Never assume anything. Assumption is a sin in God's eyesight. Mm-hmm. But get understanding. He wants us to get understanding. First thing, he wants us to trust him. Hallelujah. Trust him enough to bring all that we are not to him so that he can build us up. To have that relationship with him, we left off on question four. So next week we're going to finish this commentary because it's real good. Hallelujah. And I'm going to post this. I'm going to post um I'm going to post half of this online so you can all can have the same notes that I have because you know, this lesson is deep. And if you run through it, you're not going to get all that God wants you to get from it. Hallelujah. Because he wants us to churn on his word, mm-hmm. digest it, regest it, and digest it some more <laughs> until we get that revelation of this love story that we're getting ready to walk through. Hallelujah. And when we finish study one, then uh, Sister Janine is going to start study two. And to me, that is the entrance. That, that, that's where our journey begins in study two. Mm-hmm. Where we're all getting ready to take a journey. The gates are going to open. And um, I, I told the Lord, Lord, I'm going to uh, help me to be more committed Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. If if it means that I have to because, um, hallelujah, when you have tasted of the Lord and seen that he's good, and when you have had that relationship with him and, and hallelujah, a big semi-trailer truck comes and knock you off, it's, you know, you got your healing recovery. <laughs> you got your healing process to go through. Well, praise God, I'm coming. I'm almost fully healed. Amen. And, Glory to God. I want to experience him all over again. And if it means that um, means that 15 minutes of prayer, just sitting talking to him. Hallelujah. He, God is really not, a, to me, he's not really impressed with all that weeping and whining. Woo, 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 woo. I mean, come on. Y'all don't like it when y'all kids complain, do you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that goes back to what we talked about. Right. You know, it's a time and a place for everything. He wants yeah. to hear his word. Yes. Mm-hmm. He he wants what, to what, be real. The, right. Huh? Yeah. He wants to hear his word. But can I, before you close, I okay. really got to go back to the 144,000, um, which is the symbolic number. Mm-hmm. And you said, as you taught, it was a representation of a class. That's powerful. What yeah. I got from that. 
mm-hmm. um, representation of a class of people, which you talked about the remnant, that could mean, well, the way that I got it, and help me if I'm wrong, because he said all tribes and nations and people. Right, yes. Right. Woo, Jesus, that's a lot of people. <laughs> but each 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 person in that number represents thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people. So it's right. not just 144,000, but it's a class of people that represents each nation, tongue, tribe. Yes, yes. That is the remnant within the remnant that God is going to draw out of himself. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I got excited again. I don't want to start <laughs> another hour. Uh, Praise the Lord. I I appreciate you guys um, exhorting. I feel like I've just been receiving this whole time, and I love it. I love the um, I love the excitement. You know, that's how we should be. We should be excited about what He's done for us. We should be madly Amen. in love with Him. Yes. Like as Jackie was saying, like you. We we were like that when we met our, you know, whoever, and, and we were all into him, and we wanted to know everything about him. And, um, you know, that I need to be, I'm convicted that I'm not madly in love like I used to be. You know, I think I am at times, but then the cares of this world get in the way, and there I go again, getting distracted. And so, yes. um, and he knows my heart, you know, he knows, he, he yes. knows that, I, that my desire is, is to be with him, but it's just, it's uh, convicting how easy it is to get distracted. And then he's got to lure me back again, you know. He, and I felt so Lisa with that, Jackie. You sure can. Lisa. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think our Bibles tell us when we are a wife, your first ministry is to your husband. So Christ, he knows and is touched with all of the feelings of yours is not an infirmity, but Paul, I think, exhorted, you know, he wished that everybody could be single because then you can devote your life and time to the ministry of Christ. But as a married woman, God is not placing you under condemnation. He knows exactly, he memorizes you. He knows every hair on your head. He knows the breath that you breathe when you sleep at night. He knows that in your the depths of your soul, Jesus, I love you, and he knows I have you have this husband and the children and work and all of those things that right. you have to attend to. Right. Mhm. Yeah. And so I encourage you as a wife because I know exactly what it is to be a wife and a mother of four and having the desire to want to spend a lot of time with the Lord, but we still have to take care of the needs of our spouses. And so, yeah, I encourage you, woman of God. Amen. (laughs) Thank you. Amen. I encourage you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So thank you for allowing me to receive so much today. I'm, I'm encouraged and, um, Thank you guys for the exhortation. <laughs> Jackie, you're... Glory to God. I love you, Jackie. I love you too, Sister uh, Lisa, but let me tell you this. Let me tell you this, Lisa. Yeah. And it's going to come to pass. Okay. God is doing a new thing on the inside of you. Mm. You don't know who you are yet. But in this study, you're going to find out who you are. (laughs) And it's more than what you think you are. (laughs) You understand? Yeah, you know, I feel like God's been showing me that all of this week. I need Mm -hmm. to know who I am in him. I need to know Mm -hmm. who I am in Christ. But you also need to know your calling. You have gifts on the inside of you that have yet to be activated. Yeah, I, I, I know of one, but yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's gifts in <laughs> there. See, know, we don't go through what we go through just for the heck of going through it. That's true. Yeah, it's that's a reason and a purpose. That, the, the things that you were sharing with me yesterday, and that encouraged me. Oh, good. You know, I'm the glad. Lord, yeah, it encouraged me. And, and, the, and the Lord allowed me to just to peek a little bit into in who you are. 
I'm but good. you you have we we you you ain't go through that for no reason at all. It's a reason, <laughs> and, and it's part of your calling. Yeah. <laughs> it's part of your calling. There's a fire on the inside of you. Just have just have to be loose. That's all. Right. Yeah. And, and if you stick with this, if you stick with this this lesson, you're gonna discover things about yourself, about Christ, like you've never seen it before. If you allow the Holy Spirit to take you to that next level, hmm. you see, you said you've been searching. It's it, it's see the the problem with the body of Christ, the gifts. Uh, um, many are not operating in the gifts that God has given given us, and everybody That's don't true. have the same gift. That's there true. is yeah. a call upon your life. There's a call upon your life. You have an office that you're supposed to be walking in, but because mm-hmm. you don't know what that office is, you can't walk in it. Right. But it's continue doing the study, huh? It's got to be that boldness, right? That confidence in Him, you know, and just yeah. Oh, but you already bold, sis. Am I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, you are. And Jackie, let uh-huh. me let you know what we're studying. We're we're doing a deep study on the gifts of the spirit. Okay. Uh, deep study on all the administrations out of Corinthians twelve, you know, twenty eight. But mm-hmm. first of all, Apostle said the problem with the body is the relationship with the Holy Ghost. Many have not received the baptism of the Holy That's Ghost. Right. And those that did in the beginning have not had, you got to be refilled daily. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you I, need the that's power. confirmation. That's you confirmation. Need the power. And mm-hmm. God is getting ready to not only revive, but to restore. And and all of these things uh, with with the church, we going all through the book of Acts and everything. But it's the Holy Ghost. A lot of people don't have the Holy Ghost they, because the apostles ask them, "Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe?" Right. Because uh-huh. uh-huh. you can't operate fully and function fully in the gifts and calling without a relationship the with right. Holy Ghost. Right. That's yeah. right. Lisa then got me excited. Girl, you already bold. <laughs> See, she, Jackie, she likes that quiet storm. She going to come up on yeah. folks. Boom. And they're going to be like, wow. Yeah, it is. I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> Your voice, Lord Jesus. Oh. Okay. Thanks, Janine. It was, it, thanks for your, um, you know, for your input and, and your comment and your feedback. And Well, praise the Lord. Yeah, I'm glad I'm I'm here with you guys in spirit, you know, not not physically, but I feel like I am. <laughs> Amen. I'm glad Jackie obeyed God. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm so glad she did. Me too. Yeah. hmm And we just, Jackie, we can't be missing another week because I was desperate last week. I was like, I can't believe we're not. <laughs> did we lose yeah. her? I don't, Jackie, I don't know, it's just me and you now. <laughs> I think yeah, Jackie's I, call dropped. Yeah, yeah I, was, you av- I, was, I wanted this call. <laughs> are you available next Sunday? So you're, you're is, is this time, does this time work okay for you, the uh, 8 o'clock? That's fine, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, cool. If I have anything going on, I'll let Jackie know. Okay. Yeah, it's perfect. Okay, good. I got tons of books in my bed. I'm laying in the bed on the phone, just enjoying. Yeah, I don't but, have but, any children at home. My children are all grown and gone. You've been through that phase. You've been there, done that. So you're yeah. you're at a different phase yeah. in your life. It's just me, hallelujah. <laughs> I'll be there too. I think you, <laughs> Eventually, yeah, I'll be like, there. Jackie, you dropped off, Jackie. Maybe um, we. I think we've probably utilized all our time on this call number, huh? I don't know. Um, should we close in prayer, or should we try to Yeah, Lisa, there? close in prayer. I think we're done. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this for this time of exhortation, for this time of getting together, Lord. And, and we, we praise you yes. for your Holy Spirit, Lord. We thank you because you are calling each and every one of us to a deeper level with you. Um, yes, Lord. We pray that you continue to give us wisdom, that you continue to give us um, 
a new revelation of who you are, a new revelation of, yeah. of how your Holy Spirit works in our life. Father, continue to um, strengthen our faith, continue to increase our faith, and we just ask that you meet us where we're at, Father. We thank you so much for what you're doing in our lives. and Yes, um, Lord. We thank you for drawing us closer to you, Father. We thank you. We, yes. um, we want to be madly in love with you, Lord, for all you've done for us, for loving us while we were yet sinners. Father, for being yes, so Lord. good to us. Whether or not we deserve it, you've been so good. You've, um, you're long-suffering, Father God. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you, God. Um, I pray a hedge of protection over Janine, Lord. I pray that you... Um, that you bless her in all the areas of her life, Father, any Thank area you, that Jesus. she's lacking, any area, yes, Father, Jesus. I just pray that you feel that with your love, yes. with your blessing, you, Father. You, you know her, and you formed her, Father, and I thank, thank you for you. her life. I thank you for her calling. I thank, thank you for you, including her in this body of Christ, Father. I can call her my sister, yes. and I've never even seen yes. her, Lord, but, yes, she's my sister, and I'm talking to her, and it's yes. exciting, Father. Praise it's exciting, Lord. Yes, it's Lord. exciting. Thank you for yes, this. Um, thank you for this friendship and this relationship, Lord, and for putting all three of us together. Thank you, Father. And um, yes, Lord. I just want to give you thanks, Father. Amen. Amen and amen. And Lord, amen. we pray for Jackie. We thank you for strengthening her and encouraging her. We thank you for uh, her obedience to the call, the mandate. Oh God, we ask you, Lord God, that you. Continue to watch over your word to perform it in her life. Meet every single need that she has according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Look upon Lisa and her household, Father. Thank you that they're hymned in before and behind. Thank you, Lord, that she is every single thing, Father God, that you said she is. She is accepted in the beloved. She is your daughter. She's the apple of your eye. You uphold her with the right hand of your righteousness, and I thank you for it, Lord God. In the same way that she feels about me, Lord God, I feel that same exact way. It is mutual, God. We are honored. We are grateful and thankful for this connection. It's divine connection, and Lord, we love you, and we bless you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Lisa, you have a wonderful week. God bless you, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.